Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Bob Lund, Jim Kissade, Joey Devine, Wiley Peck, Smooch Parker, Sean Keen, Darnell Valentine. Josh Hart, Patreons, Brandon Knight, thank you Brandon, what a clutch performer in Kentucky, Iceland, thank you Iceland, technically the owners of Greenland I think, although it might be Denmark, John Lennon, thank you John, musical guest, Mother Lovebone, and now, the temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, Joey Devine! Hi! It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a new, another brand new episode. Of course it's a new episode. What am I doing? I'm here, as always, someday... I'm going to be able to introduce this show correctly without screwing up. <laughs> Someday. This is technically our 300th episode, and I've yet to get it right. <laughs> uh, that laughter you're hearing right there is, of course, uh, my best friend. My uh, my rock. My co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Hey, Joey. How's it going? I'm, I'm good. I'm it's good. going okay. You know. Happy Valentine's Day, Joey. Thank you. You too. Um, you. It's going okay. How is, how are things with you? Uh, they're good. We have a there's a new baby in the Kane family. It's not my baby, but I have another nephew, and uh, his initials are JFK. It's pretty I mean, tight. He has two middle names. He has a last name too, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna protect his anonymity on this podcast. He's pretty good. Uh, the one thing that did happen, I tweeted about this, and it sounded fake. Um, 
I often go over there to just like hold the baby and let them take a nap or mm-hmm. shower or like just not hold a baby a little bit. And uh, <laughs> this week on Thursday, I was there um, during <laughs> Thursday. The Warriors played on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and I was just sitting on the couch and the baby was asleep and the baby was asleep for like two hours. And I was just watching the Warriors game on mute. And then, uh, his dad unmuted the TV and Bob Fitzgerald said something and the baby immediately, uh, woke up and started crying. So, <laughs> so like, uh, the, like uncle, like son. Um, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also like, like sometimes I just wake up. And the game's not even on, and I start crying about Bob Fitzgerald. I have weirdly started falling asleep during Warrior games like <laughs> an old man. It's really bothering me. It's happened, like, three times this month where, oh, like, damn. I fall asleep mid-second quarter and then wake up and it's <laughs> halftime in a chair. Yeah. Uh, old age sucks. I've <laughs> done that with, with baseball. It's, like, amazing because you don't even have to, like sweat it and a lot of times nothing changes in baseball (laughs) and even the announcers are just like kind of trying to make sure they don't wake anybody up the whole time like hey let's just look at this guy in the stands (laughs) um all right sean um before we get to our show i should do some business at the top of course uh twitter at Round Rock Pod, Gmail at roundrockpod at gmail.com. We have a phone number. It's in the episode description. Call us on the phone, please. We love hearing your wonderful questions and voices. Uh, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, we've been slacking a little bit on Patreon episodes, we realize. So you're getting two this week. Um, so if you yeah, want to hear us three times this week... Uh, patreon.com slash round rock pod. Um, also, uh, we have a t-shirt store, which by the way, I'm commissioning a new t-shirt. I want everyone to know. Uh, yes, it's going to be a Tillman t-shirt. Uh, just know if you want to buy a t-shirt with Tillman Fertitta's face on it, that also says motherfucker, uh, that will be available on our uh, t-shirt store uh, shortly. Um, you also get um, the employee discount in the Round Ball Rock cafeteria with purchase. Yeah. <laughs> and $5. And $5. Uh, we have a blog. I don't know if it's been updated in a while. We need to uh, whip our yeah. editor-in-chief into shape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and somehow um, convince him that our blog is Hades, the video game, and not... Uh, <laughs> A blog he begged us to start, uh, yes, but uh, there's I all kinds of great writing on there, including from Sean. Sean, what have you written on there recently? Uh, the last thing I published, I think, was an article about the Brooklyn Nets. I have a thing I'm writing about. Uh, I have a political article, which is um, I'm going to be assigning Joe Biden draft grades for his cabinet. Oh, that's really funny. And then I have uh, something about the man himself, Tillman Fertitta. You better give Nira Tandon a fucking F, dude, or oh, yeah. I'm oh, canceling I... this podcast. Oh, I have one more that's interesting, <laughs> too, uh, that I've had, like, on hold because it's too long, but I think I might just publish just it publish long it. and you can stop reading. And it's uh, it's my ranking of all the NBA coaches with two first names Great. in history. I like it. Uh, does Quinn Snyder count as two first names or two last names? 
Uh, that is two last names by my count, but uh, Pat Riley is two first names. Okay. Don Nelson is two first names. Because um, Dr. George Quinn, Arl. medicine woman. That's a first name. Uh, no, her, her last name's Quinn, right? I guess I guess it is. Well, fair enough. I'm an idiot. Um, all right, before we start Not the that show... I can tell you her name, but... <laughs> Uh, just remember, I always used to say if I ever was going to be a DJ, my DJ name would be Dr. Spin Medicine Woman. Um, it's not too late. Um, before we start the show, uh, we have to do something that's a tradition. We've always done it. Everyone knows. Um, please stand for your national anthem. Uh, perform today performed by the Portland Cello Project. Here they are with the anthem. Thank you to the Portland Cello Project for performing the anthem. All right. Um, Sean, we got a call. We did. You, you want to hear some voicemail? I'd love to hear it. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright, we got a call from everybody's friendo, no friendo, what does no friendo have to say? Hi, Julian Sean. This is Nofrendo with the Nofrendo Minute, the first one-minute call-in podcast within a podcast. 20-something minutes ago, Draymond Green tweeted, quote, drunk at the bar. Which Bay Area bar is he at, and what is he drinking? All right, Sean. You live are back in the Bay Area. I'm back in the I Bay, have not yes. lived there for six years now. Yeah. But uh, what bar do you think Draymond Green was uh, at? Because I think there's a very obvious answer, actually. Um, let's see. Uh, why don't you give yours? Because I'm I'm looking at a guide that has. Um, I'm just looking through this list of places that seem like they are 
uh, still open. There is definitely I'm- a place that is still open that everyone always goes in the Bay Area. That is outside. Uh, Would which you say is- that? It's the be- it's the Beach Chalet in Oakland. Oh, um, okay. The Beach Chalet, okay, not Beach Chalet. Outing. It's what's it called? It's a uh, Golden Gate Park. No, no, no. There's the oh, one not- in uh, the Lake oh, Chalet. Lake Chalet. Chalet. Oh, Lake Chalet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I believe that's where some several Warriors actually had their post championship. Uh, drinks as well as at the lake chalet also warriors world used to have meetups there Mm -hmm. um i don't know it just feels like a very draymond place also it's outside also he tweeted that at 9 p.m we should say he tweeted drunk at the bar at 9 Uh p.m and he was definitely with kevin durant gotta say (laughs) i think that's i think that's a very good guess i'm just looking at these places that have uh like street closures for bars Mm -hmm. in san francisco I mean, I, I don't think your answer is a bad one, but if he if he stayed in the city, I don't really know where Draymond lives, but I think he probably lives in San Francisco. Possibly. Well, actually, I no, he probably lives in the East Bay. I, I, um, would, I would guess they all live in the East Bay. Well, Steph lives on the peninsula. Yeah, well, that is weird. <laughs> it's weird <laughs> yeah, that... he lives on the peninsula because <laughs> Steph is fucking weird. He sold his house at a big loss. I know, a, I know. Clay Thompson lives in San Francisco, though. Uh, yeah, he used to live in Oakland, but now he. I mean, I don't think Clay has like a big house or anything. He lives in the Hate. I know that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing he was not hanging out with Clay and KD, even though uh, apparently KD and Clay uh, are in like mm. constant communication. You know what, uh, Draymond Green? Wait, no, never mind. Uh, Draymond Green. According to this, lives in Soma. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so he lives very close to mm-hmm. the arena. Probably lives, probably lives in one of those fancy condos. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, it's so... a multi-million-dollar high-floor condo in a luxury skyscraper in Soma. So that's the Millennium Tower. <laughs> Is that what yeah, you're saying? I'm guessing. It, apparently, I mean... the penthouse is worth $7 million, includes four bedrooms, five bathrooms, and jetliner views of the city. Oh, yeah. So that, I mean, that can be, like, only three different buildings. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in a penthouse. A lot of the giants live in the Millennium Tower, and uh, Tim Lincecum was a notably problem tenant. He wrecked his, uh, he wrecked his apartment. Sometimes he threw, like, bologna against the walls. Yeah. It, it was, it, he's like a child. Um yeah. So I, I so I don't think he's drinking uh, in the Castro where there's a street closure. I don't think he's drinking on Larkin Street in the Tenderloin. I don't even see him hoofing it to Ghirardelli Square. Um, I see Larkin to me, actually, I think he might be there. Uh-huh. Um, oh, because that's where a lot of the clubs are. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the clubs aren't. You can't go to a club, can you? I, no, but you know what I mean. I think he's I know used to saying. those. Those are some of the places like he would go, well, and so he, he had his. Where did he have his? his so when I was party? up here, right before everything shut down, Draymond had a birthday party, and I almost went. I did not have the correct apparel for it, but there were like twenty dollar tickets available two hours before. Uh... I believe that was his 30th birthday celebration. That was at Temple Bar. 
Um, weird. weird place for that to be. I don't think I don't think I don't think Temple is open, but I do think that's where he would have gone. Yeah. Uh and is the mission closed? I could see him in no, the mission. No, Lenski Street is open. Yeah, uh, I could. I, I could. think he was at Zeitgeist. I don't think he went to Zeitgeist. No, but I could see him being at um, what was that? There's that like clubby place on Valencia, uh, Skylark. Oh, I don't think that place is open anymore. But you know what I mean, like I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the right vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this Skylark is so. This is so neat. This is so inside. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I think you're right that it's either the chalet or the closest thing to a club. I just can't figure out what's open. You're right though, that it would be um, like, well, I wonder if there's like a speakeasy on in Soma somewhere too, Mm -hmm. like a place that's just like around the DNA lounge. Well, it's also probably close to where the nets were staying, which we know they stay on market usually. Uh, Yeah. So what if they were like Eve's bar? On third, just like a total, total they were at House of Shields. House uh, of Shields. <laughs> anyway, this has gone on too long. Uh, uh, what do you think he was thinking? What do I think Draymond drinks? I mean, Draymond's a man who has slapped a person in a bar. So, what is a drink that a person who slaps a person in a bar drinks? I don't know, like a Long Island iced tea. An adios, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I think I think he was drinking wine. I think they were both drinking wine. Actually, I would like to pick a cocktail, but I'm pretty sure. I don't think Draymond's a wine guy. I mean, he is. He says he is, but, but he might. That's not like really a trend, it. you know. I think. Well, I think when Draymond's out, he's like a G and T man. Oh, um, that would be cool. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. <laughs> um... All right. Uh, <laughs> what I do want to say here is don't get drunk at a bar right now, anyone. Uh huh. And especially when you have to had guard COVID? Kevin Garnett the next day. Well, Durant, you mean. Uh, you said Garnett. Oh, oh, oh you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, honestly, uh, Draymond, if you have to guard Kevin Garnett the next day, now feel free to get yeah, drunk. That's, the night you can before. get drunk for that one. Area. <laughs> In fact, you should. He's probably going to do it too. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, what was Draymond's line last night coming after that uh, excursion? Well, first off, I don't care about that. Like, look, (laughs) a full 24 hours to recover, whatever. It's a 5.30 game. Whatever. It was 9 o'clock. It's not like he was out till 4. Like... He clearly went out early, you know what I mean? No one ta- no one tweets drunk at the bar after one drink at 9 p.m. I think he got there at like 5. Um <laughs> I'm just saying I don't I don't feel like it's the most responsible uh COVID move or when you have That's uh, more kind my of a thing for kind of a shitty team. You have had COVID. You are clearly hanging out with someone who just got out of COVID protocols for the third time uh-huh. who's also had COVID. Don't go out. Well, and like after a week where you notably have not been able to make free throws and made one of the dumber plays in NBA history I, at the end of a game. I again don't care about that part. I don't I really don't think people can do their jobs and also go get drunk. I don't care about that. I just I'm not sure that Draymond can anymore though. He's a, he's a 31-year-old man now. But I mean he's an adult. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not going to police uh I'm not saying it's morally wrong. I just think it's a bad idea 
when you're playing a good team. I just think the that, minus 26. I don't game. know. I think that attitude always kind of bugs me where it's like, oh, you got to play in the morning. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't get hung over. <laughs> Who cares? I just I'm just saying I think that works when you're like 25. I don't think that works as a professional athlete when you cross 30. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, He was he certainly was pretty bad in that game. Sure. But uh, they were going to lose that game anyway, because. uh, uh. Andrew Wiggins is their second best player, and the Nets' second best player is James Harden. Um, uh, yeah, I mean that's probably true. Just, uh, <laughs> I just, just like uh, it almost, but also the fact that he was—it just feels like he almost got tricked by Kevin Durant. Like, hey, let's go out, Draymond. I mean, what yeah, the, have another drink. Draymond. We should also say we're we're just saying Kevin Durant was there. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. reason for any of us to believe Kevin Durant was there. But also no, Kevin Durant no, was no. there. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, these guys like to go out. Um, That's all. And, and yeah, and going out is cool. Uh, I say that as a person who is uh, almost six years sober. But um, all right. Uh, Sean. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Um, it's a tradition on this show. We've done it for years. Uh, it's time, of course. Uh, everyone, please stand for the anthem performed by Pollyanna. Everyone, Pollyanna. Thank you, Pollyanna. All right, um, Sean, let's get to the news. Let's do it. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, what's our first story? Uh, Our first story is about... The anthem, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dallas Mavericks revealed uh, that they had not played the national anthem before uh, any of their first 13 games. Uh, coincidentally or not, uh, those games were played without fans. And uh, it, of course, became a controversy because uh, there are, there's a segment of the population that is a bigger fan of the national anthem or pretends to be than uh, actual sports. Um, yeah, I, this is so dumb. I mean, first off, I don't understand how they did it for 13 games and no one noticed. Uh huh. Um, but I mean, but that happens all the time. Like when Colin Kaepernick started not standing yeah. for the anthem, I think he made it like three preseason games before anyone even asked, which shows you, uh, how little people really think about the national anthem unless they've decided to be mad about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess Mark Cuban said that he had talked to players and, uh, you know, they 
They didn't really feel like uh, the anthem represented them. Um, as we all know, this is a bad song musically. It is about a man sleeping through a battle uh, on a British ship and then waking up to learn that uh, he still owned his slaves, that the British had not uh, freed his slaves. And mm-hmm. that is what our that is what the Star Spangled Banner is about. Um, yeah. So uh, that that is that is what our national anthem is, uh, a song about a rich lawyer who slept through uh, a war <laughs> and in fact and in fact is uh is like uh on on the wrong side mm-hmm. basically <laughs> he's, he's should... definitely on the wrong side of history we should also point out that the national anthem the star spangled banner didn't become the u.s national anthem until 1931 well and they didn't start playing it at games until i think the 70s uh i believe it became standard during vietnam yes uh to play at every sporting event, but of course, the NFL, uh, the second it became the national anthem, it was ordered to be played at every football game, so that's cool. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, 54, um, the, I mean, they played it in certain, at certain sports games, like, uh, they played it in 1918 during game one of the World Series, uh-huh. For reasons I don't really understand, but it doesn't fucking matter. The song is boring. It's dumb. Like, <laughs> are they? Should they also let a? Should uh during halftime should they make people stand up and do the pledge of allegiance? It's like dumb bullshit. Like right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they would play it on holiday games and at the World Series. Yeah. And now and then a Kate and a lot of times they'd play it during the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Sometimes. That's so it's so dumb. Who gives a shit? <laughs> First off, bad song. Secondly, no one's there. Why are we why do we care if they're playing it now? Also, yeah. we shouldn't be playing it in the first place, but no one is there. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not like they don't air the that door? part on TV. It's like, oh, for the for the staff that's <laughs> like the, the players are standing there. Also, the Mavs, the Mavs, when they did get kind of like bullied into playing the anthem, they just played a recorded version, and I don't understand. Like, do you have to stand for a tape? Of Everyone's the anthem? playing a recorded version ridiculous. right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and there's all these people who are like, "Well, I would buy a ticket to the game, and then I'd stand up." Well, John Rich from Big and Rich specifically mm-hmm. was like, "I'd buy a ticket, and then I'd stand up, and I'd start singing it, and I bet people would start singing it with me." And, uh, you know, maybe they would, but I think for the most part, uh, people kind of like don't care. Like they, they're picking up beer. They're at a sporting event. Uh They're, uh, they're not, they're not pledging patriotism because they already are pledging patriotism to a sports team. Mm -hmm. Um, also like, I don't know. I mean, say that, say the Toronto Raptors are in town, um, there's a people from a lot of different countries on that team, mm-hmm. but we're I don't know it it doesn't make any sense. And uh, hey, here's a question: yeah. So the Raptors currently are playing in Tampa. Uh huh. Are they playing the Canadian anthem before their games, or are they playing the U.S. national anthem? I get. I mean, if also playing... I should say Canadian anthem, much better song. Also, still dumb to play it. Yeah, um. it is. It is. 
<laughs> the only times it's been cool to have the Canadian national anthem before sporting events is when American teams have just botched the Canadian anthem mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Like that I kind of like when it's uh, like using the anthem for spite. Mm-hmm. I'm in favor of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, 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 it bothers me during um, Olympic coverage too, where you, you don't get to see any of the sporting events live. Not that I care about the Olympics, but in, in the scenario where I am watching the Olympics, so much of that coverage is people standing on podiums while an anthem plays. Yeah. And who is that for? They're not your, the U S swim team is not the military. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, all right. So, so we're crediting Mark Cuban for listening to the players and, uh, and oh, I, it should be said, uh, we hate crediting Mark Cuban for anything, uh, except yeah. for having real bad plastic surgery. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, you know what, you know what I have, I, I find the show Shark Tank entertaining. Oh, I love Shark Tank, but not he's because not really, of him. Not because of him, but I mean, I, I don't know, care I mean. about any shark, frankly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I only want to literally s- have anyone in that tank. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm a fan of the tank. Yeah, tell me, tell people I'm a billionaire, and then I'll pretend to buy companies that yeah, never I mean, go not, anywhere. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> actually buy it. Who cares? I think they should let Ice T be one of the sharks. Actually, if I was choosing, that's who I would like. Well, I liked when Barkley was on. Did you ever yeah. see the one where Barkley was the shark? I did. It was great. He loved buying that Keto company ran uh-huh. by those uh, those three white ladies. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're pro, not pro the actual people on the Shark Tank or the people that produce the show. I'm also not necessarily pro. The idea of Shark Tank, which I find incredibly depressing, where it's like, uh, quote-unquote, normals groveling to, like, the ruling class to let them have a little piece of the pie for, like, making terrible deals. Yeah, for Uh, the thing they built. But it's wonderful television. Please, sir. Please, Please, Mr. Wonderful. You're so wealthy. (laughs) <laughs> might I, might I have a scrap of my own company? Real, real estate lady, please take all of my money to give me a ten percent of a lot of money. I know you've sold things on television before, <laughs> sir. Please, sir, can I be on QVC? <laughs> um. <laughs> um. But yeah, Mark Cuban, once again, bad guy. And look, it's a tradition on this show. Every time we talk about how Mark Cuban is a bad guy, uh-huh. uh, we play the anthem. Please stand <laughs> for uh, the anthem uh, performed by Guitaro 5000. Whoa.
you, Guitaro 5000. How did we book Guitaro 5000? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but look, Sean, Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. bad guy. Yes. Uh, billionaire sex creep. Uh, used Mike Love's nephew as an alibi for a sex crime charge. Yeah, that's, allegedly. That's allegedly. Um, <laughs> I mean, he did. He definitely used Kevin Love as a as yeah, an yeah. Alibi, though. Yes, but allegedly, allegedly he's a sex, sex creep. Uh, and even if he's not allegedly a sex creep himself, he definitely turned a blind eye to. Uh, a lot of horrible things. Kept rehiring a man who was beating another employee up. And another um, employee who was regularly beating off. Yeah. Like, he, he had them both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess this is a good thing. This is an easy good thing, though, of course. I hate this. I hate this shit. Uh, Sean, what are some other times that a bad guy did a good thing? Hmm. I'm trying to think about that. Um, Obviously... Uh, no, I was going to say the Lincoln Project, but I'm like, no, they actually oh, were just bad. stealing money oh, the whole bad. time. That was a bad thing. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of, like, NBA versions of that mm-hmm. when, like, a bad guy did a good thing. I mean, there are – there's one ultimate, I think, bad guy good thing. Uh, the the number one bad guy doing a good thing was, of course, Ted Bundy working at a suicide hotline <laughs> for years and years. <laughs> 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 yeah that's i mean he, he just had a really intimate relationship with life and death I well guess. i mean the the blurb i'm li- i'm reading right now is he used his manipulative personality in convincing people that they should continue living which is like some real friday night nbc tv show <laughs> shit you know what i mean oh, where yeah. it's like Oh, he was a serial killer, but the police are now making him. (laughs) (laughs) They should let him work at the suicide hotline in prison. (laughs) I was trying to think of, like, um, NBA versions of that with bad guys doing good things, like Kobe going to a lot of WNBA games. Well, Um, speaking (laughs) of him, look... Again, another bad guy, but there is one really good thing he did, at least uh, for can- our show. Oh, Canvas City. And I'll, don't say it. Oh, sorry. Which, of <laughs> course, is this. Every muse cage is powered by two forces. Light musings. You're nice. Oh, thank you. You're great. Oh, so nice of you. <laughs> and dark musings. Worthless. <laughs> You're a failure. Make it stop. Yeah. Light musings make you feel good and happy. Dark musings make you feel bad and angry. I don't like dark musings. Most people don't. But what they don't understand is that dark musings just may be our greatest source of energy and power. If you're looking for your inner beast, it's most likely living inside of a dark muse. Really? I don't know. I don't like feeling bad and angry, but I do need to find my inner beast. What should I do? Do, 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 do. This 
This is the face of a man with a dark muse cage. This is the face of a man with a dark muse cage. Um, I think we're done talking about Mark Cuban and the Mavericks, right? Yeah, it still leaves a, even when I'm applauding him, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, uh, anytime we finish our first news story, we have a long-held tradition on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, please stand for the anthem performed by Kimmy Smiles, <laughs> Mary Bell Ains, and Launa Maroon. Thank you once again, Kimmy Smiles, Mary Bell Ains, and Launa Maroon. Maroon. <laughs> they need to call themselves Maroon Three. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's another story we have? Uh, we we finally have some uh, a little bit of a resolution to that that highly charged Alpha Dog situation. Whoa, which in one? Brooklyn? Oh, in Brooklyn. I don't yeah. know what. What's that highly charged? <laughs> I just I like mean, to, to talk me, about it's alpha It's pretty dogs. obvious who the alpha. Oh, you know when you got three guys, you got to put them in a pack and make them fight. <laughs> uh, that's you how know, you know you who the alpha, the beta, the cuck, the Chad, the virgin <laughs> Kyrie Irving versus the Chad James Harden. Man, what if Bill Simmons got real into? Does so, has someone explained to him the Chad versus? virgin meme yet because i oh, feel like he would, would love incredible. that shit oh yeah oh yes you got a you got a chat there oh look at this guy and i'm thinking uh was jacko the chat of our group i look, I look was at... house the virgin <laughs> uh it's like i've been thinking about lost and it's like ah uh, the best part is uh sometimes sawyer's the chat and other times <laughs> hurley's the chat <laughs> amazing um if he would talk to his young staff that would have happened now yeah. but he's like uh sports ellen now i think <laughs> well i mean he i mean he is definitely on the podcast i don't know if you've been listening um i have not has, i have not has, listened to the podcast since uh he started breaking the union so terrible oh, actually i had i uh, which please stand for me saying that uh in deference to how good a person i well, I uh, I still listen to uh, Guess the Lines, and I mean, I, I unsubscribed after um, Russillo, um talked about all his cop friends and yeah. his taxes after the George Floyd protest, but I still listen sometimes. Anyway, he has been um, comparing the Brooklyn Nets over and over again to his pet dogs, because mm. he got a new puppy, and that puppy is like establishing himself, and then it wasn't like when the dudes was there. 
when the dues was the clear alpha. Anyway, he constantly um, compares these uh, adult men to uh, his pet dogs. Very which cool. Might, might not, be not might troubling nice... at all. No, this is uh, this is how he uh, feels about African American professional athletes. Uh, but they they have some resolution. Not like this was super in doubt, but. Kyrie Irving had a meeting with James Harden, and he just declared, uh, he declared um, that he's. I just looked at him and said, "You're the point guard, and I'm going to play shooting guard. That's it." Mm-hmm. Now, do I wish that had happened on an Instagram Live yes. public discussion? I mean, obviously I do, mm-hmm. but I don't think James Harden has ever been on Instagram Live. He no, he doesn't have the internet. We learned he, that from. Uh, who who said that it was a it was a rapper I think well right? yeah obviously was it but... little baby it wasn't little baby no it wasn't little was it it was young thug of course young thug yeah. okay and that was Thank because you, he wore a, he accidentally wore a blue lives matter na- mask oh right <laughs> uh did does not know what blue lives matter is because he does not have the internet he um, was just like this he yeah he's like uh, is this the Punisher I don't know. <laughs> He just thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's it's the one person where it's believable like that. Yeah. Look, uh, a, a, I mean, he only, the Punisher he only... logo is cool. That's why they stole it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only cool thing about the Punisher. <laughs> well, you apologized to, to Frank Miller, a man who was afraid of the subway for 25 <laughs> straight years. The funniest thing in the world, let, this is a weird aside, I read a book about Marvel, uh-huh. and the reason they said Frank Miller is the way he is is because he was mugged twice. And it's like, you lived in New York City in the 80s. What, everyone was mugged twice. <laughs> they all didn't become fucking... Uh, <laughs> Dennis uh, Miller Charlton after 9-11. <laughs> The city stinks. I can smell it. He got mugged twice in New York and then became Charles Bronson (laughs) in his own mind. Yeah, now it's like, now even that, like, when I learn more about Frank Miller as a man, I'm like, uh, maybe that Batman thing wasn't really that cool. The Joker meme, but it's I am going, I am going to become Travis Bickle. Um, yeah, the movie Joker is actually essentially Frank Miller's origin story. Yeah, 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 it's just, he's, it's not, it's not really dramatic enough to have him just going to work yeah, just at a comic book store. Drawing <laughs> Daredevil. Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> Give him bigger muscles, that way he'll never get mugged. Um, okay, that's, so that's, uh, but I mean, that, that's also the, uh, obvious solution with the Nets. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, because James Harden those, is better at passing than Kyrie Irving is. Uh, one of those guys has led the league in assists before, uh-huh. and uh, another guy is a really good shoot. A cat, he's a really good shooter, and uh, also it doesn't matter that much because it's the NBA in 2021, and a lot of people can handle the ball and create. But like, also, they're just like, gonna run three separate ISOs every time, uh, like, right. Or they run a pick and roll, and yeah. like, you know, for the most part, two, only two of those guys are going to be in the game at the same time. So, yeah. how do you feel about the Nets, Sean? I'm really into them. I, I think that it's weird that I um, both still kind of like the Bucks, but I'm I'm 
I feel very convinced that they're gonna make the make it finals. out of it. Like I just feel like yeah. watching those LeBron teams the last few years, it just seems like of course they're gonna yeah. win the East. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's, I guess their defense is not great, but it's they also could like use one more big man. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but it, but like the things they need are yeah. not hard to find. Like right, like it's they, not like. They're missing Joe Harris. If they didn't right, have right, Joe right. Harris, I would be more worried about them. But, but weirdly, like, Joe Harris is uh, so important to what they have. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's a guy they can't leave that the defense just can't leave on the floor at all times. Right. Who's also big. Like, yeah. It's not like Joe Harris is like an amazing defender, but he's six six, and he's he's a he's a thick boy. Yeah. And he's shooting like fifty percent from three, so that's that's a that's a useful guy. And so now it's like, okay, well, you know, they they don't have a lot of depth, but like, oh, is there not going to be a center available on the buyout market in a month? Right. Like, oh, how will they find uh, a wing player who plays defense and doesn't have to shoot? Like, th- these are these are things where there is a surplus of available options, and you're almost just choosing between. Uh, the guys that only like Harden and Kyrie like the best, you know? Right. Uh, um, anyway, yeah, that's. I think. I think. Uh, I mean, the Sixers. I think. Well, you need somebody there, you know. Like, I, I mean, the Sixers. I think defensively are good enough where they might have a shot because mm-hmm. Embiid and Simmons are so good. Uh. <laughs> And the Nets' defense is so terrible. I mean, they're yeah. going to really... I mean, look, I've watched Kevin Durant the last three years, so I kind of know uh, he doesn't really care about defense for an entire season, and it's infuriating. Um, so their defense, I think, is going to be better. But I mean, it they got to get some better defenders in there, right? Yeah, because... Oh, the, the Nets? The Nets, yeah. They... They do, but it, it's just like, I don't know how much those guys are going to play. You know what I mean? Like, you've got, you're basically taking care of, like, I mean, how many minutes are available? You're playing in the playoffs. These guys are playing 36, 38 minutes. And Joe Harris is also playing that many minutes. I mean, aren't they the worst defense in NBA history right now, though? Um, I mean, they might be. But I, I, I just mean, like, I just, I don't know that it. Like, like, yeah, it's just not going to matter. Who right. are you subbing? You know what I mean? Like, right. like, play the best defender. Well, DeAndre Jordan. Well, he, I, yeah. I don't love DeAndre Jordan, but you know, and I feel like he's. I think it's a little bit weird that they are probably going to be kind of bad at rebounding, but again, I just feel like um, those are obtainable things. And like, how good were the 2017 Cavs on defense? Well, they were, I think, the worst team playoffs, but yeah. I. And they I'm lost, like, sure no that, games before the finals. Well, but I think that's because they were, like, actually a historical offense. Like, if the Warriors didn't exist, I think they would be the best. I think they were the best offensive rating team ever. Yeah, um, and I, I think this team should be, like, in that yeah. class. So For sure. Um, yeah, and they're fun. They're, like, team, they're like fun. Also, Harden, like, the enjoyment level of Harden when he is throwing crazy passes as opposed to when he's... You know, kind of trying to draw fouls a lot is really rad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, like, 
Kevin Durant was, you know, maybe the best player in basketball when he got hurt. And now he's maybe not quite as good, but he's still, you know, a guy who was the best player in basketball a year and a half ago. He doesn't right. seem he doesn't seem that limited to me. <laughs> I gotta say, he's still uh a really good shooter who's seven feet tall <laughs> and uh still kinda hard to stop him. So he seems like he's like cruising a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And they also like their record's not great, but they always beat good teams. <laughs> like they let they let they have letdowns against the Washington Wizards. But, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh they're fun. Uh, they're fun to watch. They're weird. bunch of like, bunch of like very eccentric superstars banding together. Uh, speaking so much of more fun than one of those guys being Kevin Love. <laughs> speaking of superstars banding together, yeah. Uh, no one wants to go to the All Star Game, Sean. Do you want to watch the All Star Game? No, like no, not at all. It makes I, me feel I guilty. barely want to watch basketball this year. <laughs> the only thing that's keeping me in is uh, Steph Curry being so fun. Uh, <laughs> well, like, I, the thing that, that like really stuck out to me was I was looking at the standings because I was sort of curious, like, how bad are the Washington Wizards? This morning, while we're recording, they knocked off the Boston Celtics. I should and, say before you when yeah, yeah, you bring up ahead. the Wizards is John Wall said something so sweet the other day that it made me like want to cry actually. Uh-huh. Uh he said he watched he watches the Washington Wizards every night still and his they asked him why and his quote was who wouldn't want to watch Bradley Beal every night. <laughs> so great. Remember when people sort of like thought they didn't like each other yeah. <laughs> and now it seems like they're just like have a wonderful friendship. <laughs> like they're going to be friends forever. Um, so yeah, they, they knocked off, they knocked off uh, the Celtics today. And before that game, they were in last place in the East. Uh, Joey, do you know how far out of the plan game, the Washington, the seven and 17 Washington wizards are three games, three games. Exactly. There are three oh, games. Hell out yeah, of dude. Game. So it's, <laughs> Like, it's very possible that they make the playoffs. Like, like they can't leapfrog the Atlanta Hawks in, right. you know, they have, they have like 50, 45 games to do, to gain three games. And Davis Bertons was hurt all year. So, and just because of that, I mean, I'm happy for the Wizards. Like, like that's a much more fun team, I think, than a lot of people. But also, it just sort of speaks to how the season's like not that meaningful right now mm-hmm. expanding the playoff field to 20 out of the 30 teams being eligible it's like okay how about how about in the west well oklahoma city's in 14th place they're two games out of the play yeah um it well, just, and then, it just uh, isn't like the 12th seed like three games out from the fourth seed or something crazy like oh that? yeah the <laughs> yeah i would say so the suns are 16 and 9 and that puts them Four games ahead of the eleventh place Grizzlies, but yeah. if you look at fifth place Portland, they are five games ahead of fourteenth place, yeah. and they're three games ahead of eleventh place. So yeah, like, I mean, it's it's sort of like it's up in the air. I guess it's exciting that a lot of teams have a chance, but it just feels like any individual game is not very meaningful, even even by the standards of a normal NBA season. Yeah. And like guys are just out all the time. And, uh, 
I don't know. It's it feels it feels very similar to um, sort of how it felt in the bubble, where like the matchups are kind of weird, and I don't know. It's still fun. It's just it's hard to. I don't know. It it it's it's weird to be in a like everyone's okay NBA. It's also so fucking dumb. They're like, yeah, dunk contest and three point contest at halftime. Oh yeah. So that's at halftime. So are they doing All Star Saturday? No. I guess they're not. And they're and so now the the halftime's gonna be like an hour long at the All Star game? Terrible. Like, I don't like, know. I don't think I'm gonna watch the All Star game. It just doesn't seem like <laughs> anyone can I I'm I'm curious, like are players gonna kind of just make up fake injuries and not go? Because that I mean, I feel like they're the Adam Silver's gonna really try to crack down. I but, mean, the stars oh, clearly don't want to do this at all. Yeah, LeBron has been very open. Uh no, at, I mean, no one has expressed excitement, and it seems so reckless. And also, um, doesn't even seem like it's that much of a moneymaker. Like, if there's no crowd and there's no All-Star Saturday, I mean, I guess then you're just taking a week off, but uh, I don't know. Like, I I just, I guess, I guess there's TV money attached. It just seems like your expenses at keeping it safe and you don't get a return on attendance or anything, it just seems like it's maybe not the most profitable thing anyway. Yeah, and it's a weird know. thing to like it. go to war over. I hate it, uh, Sean. You have some ideas, though, right? Yeah, I had some things. If we want to figure out some new stuff, um, I have some new uh, ideas for All Star Weekend or the Skills or Friday Night. Uh, I mean, obviously, my primary idea is that Friday Night is just uh, shooting stars, and then uh, the celebrity. Uh, shooting stars game um, that uh, but I also want to suggested uh, Sean's driveway horse mm-hmm. so what I really want to see is which of these stars can thrive in the kind of environment I grew up shooting in mm-hmm. so it's um, it's a driveway it's uh, kind of shoddily paved mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, sort of like loose rocks in a way that there aren't supposed to be in something made of concrete and um my dad is not going to move uh, the Toyota Corolla out of the way. So you're just going to have to work around that. Also, um, there's a big eucalyptus tree that's kind of hanging over the rim. And also, um, it got rained on a lot. So the catch that, um, you know, you could lower it to seven feet, which I did a lot so I could dunk on it. And uh, that has made it so if you hit the rim from the side a different way, sometimes the the hoop will just drop 10 feet, uh, drop a whole foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, also, you can probably make <clears throat> shots from the lawn, but uh, there probably will be a fair amount of dog poop on it. And uh, also hanging from a flagpole near the basketball hoop is um, a holiday flag. It'll it'll mm-hmm. be I guess Great. it's the All Star Game in March. It'll probably be like St. Patrick's uh, Day, right? Yeah, like like maybe a bear dressed as a leprechaun waving an Irish flag on a flag. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I probably think. Uh, it'll be or like a pot of gold. Anyway, that's also an obstacle for uh, Sean's driveway horse. Um, I also want to do the dunk block contest. I think you and I have both talked about this one before. Uh, yeah, I, well, this was always my idea when, um, Sean Bradley was in the league, uh-huh. uh, which was, uh, 
just because he used to get dunked on five times a year. Yeah, horribly. and it was great. Everybody, everybody loved, loved, it. loved it. Even him, kind of. Yeah, he um, kind of like. Uh, and my idea you know, was nice just that, known, <laughs> like, uh, just trot Sean Bradley out there, and whoever does the coolest dunk on Sean Bradley wins yeah. the dunk contest. And uh-huh. so I think I think that's fun, and you but could have. Lately, I've thought of it more as a high jump. Right. Oh. So you. Uh, you have to dunk over various guys right like it goes so like it starts at like a six six guy right and then they progressively it's almost like a limbo like backwards yeah yeah, until by the end you're dunking on bull bull that's tight so yeah because aaron (laughs) gordon last year uh dunked on taco taco fall yeah right and that but he wasn't uh, trying to block it these guys yeah, are trying the to block it. These yeah. guys are actually trying yeah. to block it. I think you I think you even start with like Nate Robinson. Sure. Okay. He needs the money yeah. too. I yeah, think. well. Like, he's got to avenge himself after <laughs> Jake Paul. Uh yeah, so that that that's what I would like. Yeah. And you've just got to and it's not even it's more of an in-game thing. Like you have to dunk with power. Mhm. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um is okay, there one seven more footer, you want? Oh, seven just... footer three point shootout. Yeah, I mean the three point shootout's kind of that now, though, right? There's always a seven footer in. I just want only seven footers and like, God, maybe you just disqualified Porzingis. <laughs> I just want to see like, like well, I just want to see there's like a disqualify, right? Oh yeah, he yeah. See, isn't he just I... obviously gonna win? I just don't know. I I would just love to. I just want to see like. We what want is, guys who. I think there should be a uh, limit of. It should be guys who don't shoot threes. Yeah, like you, you have a you have an attempt minimum. Yeah, no, an attempt maximum, right? Oh, an att- yeah, an attempt yeah. maximum and a height minimum. Yeah, yeah. And whatever that sweet spot is, we just want. I just want to see like, can and we're gonna find out that like you know JaVale McGee can rain threes. Yeah. Or uh, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams like yeah. somehow has that in his back pocket. Yeah. Like <laughs> that would be really exciting. And you know it's just it's that's a lot more fun. This than, leads like, me to an argument I always used to have with my uh, my college roommate Elliot. Uh-huh. He once claimed, I think he walked it back later, but because he used to play basketball a lot, and I asked him if he thought he could beat Shaq in a three point contest, and he was like, "Yeah, uh-huh. no contest." And I was like, there's no way, dude. <laughs> That's really interesting. I, yeah, no, no, no way. I mean, I just don't know, especially if you were shooting from a rack. Yeah. Well, but like, I mean, even if just someone was passing you the ball, like, Shaq could, can drain threes in a, like, unguarded empty gym. You know, right? What I mean? Like, like the cl- I think the clock would be tough on Shaq. Yeah, but you know he can hit him in the inside the NBA studio. I don't yeah. know why he couldn't. <laughs> like, like I mean, he he was probably betting on half court shots his entire career. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I want to I want to see those guys shine. Like your, your next like, idea, though, Sean, is the one that uh, most intrigues me. Okay. Um, this one is called uh, the mascot dunk contest. Yeah, duh. Like, do they, do they get the trampoline? They absolutely get the yeah. trampoline. They get whatever they want. Do that instead. In fact, do that forever instead. Yeah. I want to see the king cake baby 
go between his legs. Oh, yeah. And, like, the <laughs> amount of stunts and, like, I don't know. I mean, who are the NBA players going to care that much about winning the slam I mean, dunk contest? I will say there's, except for Eric Gordon. there's an obvious winner here, though, in the mascot dunk contest. You think it's going to be the gorilla? No, Bango's the best dunker. Bango, a, Bango's the most. Bango. What Bango's the most athletic NBA mascot? It, it is. I'm just saying the ba- that Bango do- isn't a mascot anymore. Oh, the, the, he's not. The he retired. Historical. He he, he took oh. too much damage as a Bango. Yeah, well, then never mind. Then yeah, it's yeah. Up for grabs. Histor- historically, yes, he was the most. Uh, that ladder dunk is like <laughs> the scariest <laughs> and most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah, Bango uh, was tight. Definitely YouTube that. Yeah. Uh, Shouts to old Bango. Yeah, he uh, ruled. Like I like, think he tore his ACL twice. Uh huh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was like pretty old at the point he retired. Like he had. I think he retired after like 25 years of being Bango. That <laughs> um, ruled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he, I think Make, he was forced to put Bango that. in Jackass 4. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd, that'd be great. Like, And I think they just have the option of doing like whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can use a trampoline. They don't even really even have to dunk as much as it's a performance. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's I'm like, really it's like the gymnast floor routine, but basketball yeah. theme. Um, yeah. That's great. Get Robin Lopez involved. <laughs> He's not afraid of the coronavirus. Uh. Uh, Sean, is, do you have one last one before we get out of here? I have one last one here. Uh, this is the gold. This is a very spe- team specific event. It's the Golden State Warriors offhand layup showdown. Mm. And uh, Steph you know, Curry is disqualified. Steph of Curry is not allowed to participate. He's, he wouldn't do it anyway. He's busy with the game. But basically, just. Um, it's every warrior in an attempting to make an unguarded layup with their non-dominant hand. Mm-hmm. And gonna, I think it might, got... who do I think is going to win? Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be Kent Bazemore. I don't know. Like Wiggins cannot make a lefty layup. Draymond no. can't make a layup layup. Kelly Oubre can't make a shot inside if it's not a dunk. Um, I think Wiseman might win it. Like, cause he, cause he works with his right hand enough. Well, I want to. He pick would a have problems I, if, as long as they're not throwing him the ball. Oh yeah, he has he to would dribble make full it. court before his layups. Yeah, if the problem is is the catching the ball. If he's getting, and he would past, like he would triple clutch yeah. and then. Damian Lee would do well in this, but it would look horrible. Yeah, you'd you'd think he was losing. Yeah, you'd think he was falling down everywhere. Um. Yeah, I I like a lefty in this just because um, it feels like uh, like a lefty is probably going to have shot more with his right hand mm-hmm. than a le- than uh than the other way around. Yeah, just because of society, you know. <laughs> we live in a society, a right-handed society. <laughs> and if the Joker was also uh, I, a lefty, he would have been I, so. Mad. I am going to become lo- left-handed. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sean, that's our episode. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, my uh, my my comedy show uh, is on. It's on Zoom. It's every Friday from seven to eight. The guests have been uh, really good mm-hmm. recently. We had Greg Edwards last week, and I'm doing like uh, a little bit of like unconventional stuff too. I uh, introduced and talked about all my parents, my mom's uh, holiday bears Fun. last week. I've got some like interesting ideas for the show and this week we have johan miranda uh guy branham 
uh, oh, fantastic man. comedian. He knows more about Canada than most people I know from Canada. And uh, Max and Nikki, which is this lineup? What they a are. fun, Nikki what Weinbach, a fun, uh, really lineup. funny musicians. Four of like my super favorite talented, people, and they're identical twins. Yeah, like yeah. like like uh, all people that I really like personally and are super funny. So yeah, that's um, and you can go to um, I think it's just tinyurl.com slash. Uh, self-care comedy and it's free sean are you gonna show the guy Branham cut of no strings attached oh maybe i I gotta figure out how to do that but yeah i think i will before he comes on that'll be his (laughs) intro yeah we we have a string i made a video that is all of guys screen time from the newbie uh no strings attached (laughs) um as for me you can always follow me on twitter at frankie muniz where on february 6th i tweeted i like how people tell me i'm a has-been as if I didn't already know. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I actually don't even really think of him as a has-been. No, me either. Um, so he's a child a fair star. amount. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, also, he, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, he's such a presence in my life. I'm like, Sean, did prime, you write a song? I did write a song this week. Uh, it's, it's you know, I, I can't believe it. I think it's our first Grateful Dead song. That can't be true. But, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but it's a... Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. It's a uh, it's a song about um, defenses that the Warriors have faced, uh, based on a classic Phil Lesh song from the Grateful Dead. It's called Box and One. Okay, and please remember while listening to this, uh, you have to stand the entire time, keep uh, your hand is... on your heart, and uh, show your allegiance to Sean Keane and the Roundball Rock Podcast. Uh, trust the process. Press the process. And uh, shut it down. Stop playing the national anthem. It fucking sucks. Look out at every warrior, every evening, every playoffs, every game. Chasing curry waffle guys are zoning in a box like shame. What do you want him to do? His brother-in-law is playing the tune. For this is just a defense we learned in the middle school long ago. Walk across the half-court line Past a drink, past a drink He wants the ball Maybe you'll see Kelly Oubre He's in the corner where he's been waiting to a ball What do you want him to do To throw it to me? He is sleeping Then please don't feel surprised When he pump fakes and misses a two You know one time When we were going out as the other ones Bill Walton sat in on drums And between one of our seven sets that night, 
Bruce Hornsby was bragging about beating Allen Iverson in a one-on-one game. They started talking so much smack that they decided to play a game of one-on-one right behind the tent. And Bill Walton blocked his shot so hard it looked like a hell's angel that kicked Bruce right in those teeth. the lob to Wiseman, but he found out Marquise Chris is out his JTA. Maybe he'll play the four, the double staff, he won't trouble the ref, they grab and hold. What do you want him to do? He managed to sink a shot from third. It's just a junk defense Nick Nurse trotted out two summers ago Watched them run in transition Steph is triple team They threw it out of bounds Maybe Steve Girls will is broken Eleven guys playing, wanna make us choking at the free throw line. What do you want him to do? They're gonna bust out a triangle in two. A boxing one will end his fun games ugly like Curry too. Just a box and one zone and chaser. Use it and abuse it. No one else will make a shot. Box and one. I don't know where they'll penetrate. The screeners should be meaner, and their layups ain't too great. And it's just a box and one. Can't baseball is too fluid. Such a long, long time with no clay. He's gonna smoke another eight. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.